No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. What's up, everybody? It's episode 83 of No Sir, I Don't Like It. I'm Carmen Morales. Brian Vokey is here with me, as always. Hello. Hey. <laughs> What's happening? It's been a long time since I talked to you. It actually has been. I was gone over the weekend. Once again, you guys are listening to him and I having the first conversation we've had. There's so many first conversations that th- that the audience has to listen to. Like, I don't even know if we would talk as much as we did we do if it wasn't for the podcast. No, no, <laughs> I wouldn't talk to anybody if I didn't have obligations. What do you mean? I have obligations. I have to be here to talk to you. Yeah, because I believe in Brondell. Right, of course. And I want to help Rondo <laughs> sell their products. I believe in their bidet. I pitch their bidets everywhere I go for free. I don't even tell people promo code no sir, but if you want to do promo code no sir, you can save 20% on all of their products, their air purifiers, their bidets, and all that fantastic stuff that they have to offer you. But if I didn't believe... Wait, in- where do you plug it for free? Uh well at the uh this morning or uh, this weekend at Cal Jam 2018 the festival I was at I was telling a lot of people oh, about yes, this. Oh yes, I was very jealous. I was supposed to go to that and I couldn't. Yeah, well, there's a lot you've been missing out on. Wasn't there something else I invited you to? Yeah, I was like meeting oh, Foo inv- Fighters or something. Oh yeah, the Foo Fighters threw a barbecue. <laughs> Dave was barbecuing and Robbie Krieger from The Doors was playing at the uh, <laughs> live. I forgot to tell you that Robbie Krieger from The Doors was playing this barbecue I was at that I invited you to. But uh, in the singer System of Down was in line in front of me. Uh, really? Yeah, and I was like, uh, I was like, who's this Armenian guy? And uh, Tim, like, what am I in fucking Glendale doing? Yeah. <laughs> doing a bit and uh tim was like oh that's surge from uh system of a down and i was like i'll be well i'll be i'll be <laughs> i was like i didn't know they could eat pork <laughs> well if you <laughs> anybody can do anything really Brian, <laughs> when you break it down <laughs> yeah but the, it turns out armenians are christians first christian country in the world first christian nation uh, Is armenia armenia yeah, so uh, they can eat pork because that's one thing the Christians got right that the Jews and the Muslims have wrong. Wait, is pork? Pork. Yeah, dude. Don't deny the swine. That yeah. shit's amazing. And the the two things the Christians got right is you can eat pork and don't try to start a country in the Middle East. <laughs> that's, the, that's the two things they got right. I mean, I think Lebanon is pretty Christian, but you know, you don't hear a lot about Lebanon. No, so. you, you don't. <laughs> I don't think I know anybody. I think I think I've met one person my entire life from Lebanon. Oh, I've dated a Lebanese person. I'm friends with a Lebanese midget. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, I've never seen a Lebanese little person. Yeah, he's um he's not even a midget or a dwarf. Whatever he has is named after his brother because his brother is the first person to have it. And what it is is that he's a perfectly proportional tiny man. Really? Yeah, he doesn't have that weird head. Doesn't have weird arms. He's a. It's like he, honey, I shrunk the kids. He's like wow, like a three foot tall, normal, perfectly proportionate person. That's crazy. Yeah, and he's a stand up comedian, like a medical marvel. Yeah, but him and his brother both have it, and I think his sister too. But his parents don't. I think they had like three kids that have this. So it just has like some kind of like odd like uh, chromosome type deal, right? Yeah, and it's happened since then. Whatever the condition is called is named after his brother. So, but it's happened since then outside of his family. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. He's a Berlin comic now. He's very funny. I'm jealous a little bit about the the festival, just only because uh, I think I'm at the point now where I, I don't want to. I'm. I think I might be over them. I might be over. I like. I love the music. I always have. And I'm saying this, but I. I always have a good time. I just. I'm just old. Well, what you need is you need to be performing at it, so you have access to all the areas, so you don't have to be amongst the thousands and thousands of people. Makes a huge difference if you have a little badge that lets you go to all the special Seriously. areas. Well, that was like one year I went to one in uh, 
it was just like me and a bunch of buddies and we this was like our third year going to the same festival so we were already pretty hip to it like mm-hmm. and then they were like this year let's do vip let's just do vip because it'll be a section away from everybody it doesn't really matter you know and and i was like nah fuck that i was like that's some rich people shit blah 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 like there's a huge lawn we could just sit on the lawn it doesn't matter it made such a huge difference. It made yeah, such a dude. Huge... <laughs> I only go to those places now if I have either VIP or performing badges. Yeah, because it was such a because like at one point we even got to we were on the stage for a few bands. They were just taking a few people from VIP and like you could just go watch the show from the stage, and that was cool. But even just being a VIP, there's just there's significantly less people there. Mm-hmm. So it's not as bad. But it's just, I also don't want to see fucking 23-year-olds doing dr- drugs. I just don't want to see it. I don't want to see some fucking kid with his eyes rolled in the back of his head sweating. I don't, you know, I just don't want, fuck you, man. I, I just, it's gross. It, it's just, well, it feels dangerous. From here, well, yes, it feels dangerous. Also, I don't want to see a dead kid in front of me. Also, that would be easier. Learn from, also, learn from the heroin addicts and go do it in a fucking quiet corner by yourself. Yeah, but they're not doing quiet drugs. They're doing party drugs. They're doing coke. They're doing all that shit that mushrooms and shit that makes them like freak out and experience the whole thing harder. Next thing you know, they're fucking swinging haymakers at people for no reason. They don't even know they're doing it. Their eyes are closed and they're just like windmilling at you (sighs) because it's their first time letting loose because they're fucking like pre-med students under all the stress of the world and all the debt in the world. I feel like at this point you you might be projecting (laughs) not projecting i was never a pre-med student in my life but i feel like you might be making up a narrative of of a person that's yeah there was an asian guy near me who was too drunk and he was violent Mm -hmm. and he was air drumming really hard on strangers backs the stranger took one of the dudes he air drummed took a swing at him Uh and the thing is because i think mostly because he was asian i assumed that he was a college kid with high pressure parents and it was the first time he cut loose like and it was a mess five months ago and this yes. is his, this is his <laughs> yes this uh, is his backpacking in europe he's like you're never gonna take this away from me mom yeah no no ma <laughs> no no ma that's, so stupid. that's what yo yo ma said when he quit the cello <laughs> no no ma yeah but uh yeah no there was so many fucked up people and it, it it just feels, I mean, like, I've I, the difference between me and you is I've been that guy. I, I've been the fucked up crazy one. Mm-hmm. and But it doesn't, it doesn't make me any more empathetic to them. It makes me just want to still just kick them in the face and leave them to die. I, <laughs> it's just obnoxious. Because you're like, get it away from me. I don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, I remember one time I was I was at a New Year's party in New York and I was really fucked up and we needed to get to where we were staying. And this is so long ago that my friend was hailing a cab. And uh So this is pre-Uber. This is pre-Uber. Mm-hmm. And he's hailing a cab and I think the cab is a cop. And I <gasps> And I <laughs> fucking dummy. tackle my friend and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? That's a fucking pig." Like, "What are you doing? Don't talk to them." <laughs> And he's like, I'm getting a fucking cab. And uh, he, he was, and I was there with this like messy, messy girl I was dating at the time who, and I was messy. We were both a mess. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need to go find her. Mess on mess crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was like, hold the cab. I got to go find her. And then I remember I ended up like, <laughs> I went in the house to the party to find my girlfriend. Then I ended up on the hood of a car, getting my head rubbed by some other girl. <laughs> I don't know how it all happened. I don't really remember. They had to come get me again. I just can't find my girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god, you poor thing! Come here. Let yeah. me massage your head. You're like, oh, this is better. Yeah. <laughs> some your buddies just in a cab waiting for you. You fucking asshole. <laughs> I was wasted. I don't even know if I, I was so wasted. I don't even know if I'm telling that story correctly. But uh, I might be bleeding together so much. There's so many New York. I mean, whenever we went to New York, New York was the first city that liked any bands I was in, uh-huh. uh, which really disproved really that. The first city to like ever get me, you know? Well, yeah, well, they say if you make it here, you can make it anywhere, but uh, nobody else liked us except New York. <laughs> so I don't think that statement is true. <laughs> Apparently, for us, it was if you could make it there, then nobody else would give a shit about you anywhere else. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, so we, I would, you know, I didn't know how to handle that. It was like going to be a good time every time I went to New York and I liked the people. Mm-hmm. I missed being around mean people. So I would get really excited and I would get too fucked up and I would make a goddamn mess. Right. All the time. I did that. I did that once when I was on the road. Uh, it was a, a buddy of mine. You know, you, you ever like prepare to be around somebody that does a lot of one thing? Like I was preparing so like if I'm going to work with a buddy of mine who I know smokes a ton of pot, like I'm going to get your tolerance. I'm going to get my tolerance up. Same thing with like, if I'm working with a buddy who I know just drink, mm-hmm. he's, he's a proper drunk. Mm-hmm. I got to, you know, cause I'm not going to not hang with him. I, mm-hmm. I love him as a person. I'm not just going to be a dick and be like, Oh, I'm not drinking. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just going to enable him like a good person. Does. Sure. <laughs> we were just trying to get your check and get you out. <laughs> And uh, I was doing this gig with him in Mobile, Alabama. And like the night before he got there or something, there was like a wing bowl or something. And it was a what? A wing bowl, which is the fuck is that? It's like a festival for chicken wings. It's where like a (laughs) bunch of different people, you know, how like a a jack-o'-lantern competition where everybody competes, except it was all chicken wings. And like, like on a like, when you compare to Jack Leonard, so is it, are they ornate wings who can make the most beautiful wing? Well, who can make the most delicious wing? Mm. So there's like twenty different tents that all they're they're all making their recipe of the best buffalo wings, mm-hmm. and then they they all vote, and then this is you got the best wing at the wing bowl, and I went there and we need a war. I showed. <laughs> I showed up late and uh so I I only paid like six bucks. I got basically got all you can eat wings for six dollars. That's fantastic. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Mobile, Alabama. And he was showing up that day because I had gotten there a day early or whatever. So I went ham on this place because it was like, again, poor six dollars. I'm eating all the wings. Thomas, I still remember to this day, Tom Thompson Engineering was the best fucking chicken wings I've ever had in my life. Thompson Engineering? Yeah, Thompson Engineering. Is that a restaurant? No, dude. They were just like that was that was just the company that was sponsoring the the thing for the that was the tent that won my heart for sure. Wow. And um so whatever, he gets there, I start like a few days before I started like having a few drinks every night, you know what I mean? Trying sure. to get prepare. And then we go out. I'm meeting. He it's it's. He's a dude from Boston, and he's and he brought his buddy from Boston too. Mm-hmm. He's going to come and host the show. And um, <laughs> we go out drinking, and he mm-hmm. drinks beers. You know, so every time he gets a beer, I'm getting a, a drink. I'm get drinking a whiskey, and I'm dr- and I'm like, oh, I'm I'm keeping up. You know, sure with eighty percent more alcohol. Yes, and so of course after. He drinks a six pack. I'm fucking shit faced, mm-hmm. you know. I was so hammered. At one point, we were like playing. He likes to play this game called Golden Tea. It's that shitty like uh, video game. Yeah, I've played you so, in Golden Tea. Oh, it's so fun. You whooped my ass. <laughs> it's because of this man. Oh, I'm okay. good at it. Yeah, you whooped my ass <laughs> real bad. I, I know because I you remember every loss I take. <laughs> We were in Riverside, California at a cigar bar. <laughs> and he whooped my ass. And I was and very mad. You were. <laughs> I want to win things I'm not even good at. I know. Dude, it's, that's why I don't play an instrument. That's yeah. why I only sing. It's because I'm already good at it. Yeah. It's intense, though, to be competitive for no reason. I know. I'm competitive over that's things I've never compete. done. That's why I don't compete. It's easy to not compete. Wings. So, uh... We're playing golden tea. I'm drink drink for you. Want another round? I'll get it. I'll get this one. You get the next one. Da 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 da. I'm having a great time. Fucking shit house. At one point, I just left. I just left the bar. Oh, I love doing that so much. I just left the bar, and mind you, again, like I'm their chick friend. Like they were like worried about me. They didn't know I left. You know, because I just left yeah. and started walking back to the hotel. Because we were again just probably like four or five five blocks from the hotel, and. I found, I woke up, there was buffalo vomit in the hotel room. Probably not in the trash can either, right? Nope. I Mm -hmm. missed, um, there was, it wasn't a complete mess. Like I got most of it. 
it was just like a bit on the way to the bathroom. Uh-huh. There, I, I drew a bath for some reason. <laughs> there was a bath drunk. <laughs> Apparently, drunk Carmen thought she needed some fucking pampering. If I just soak, if I just soak in hot water, I won't be hungover. <laughs> It'll open all my capillaries. And the I wish I would have thinking anything even remotely that concise. Um, there was no logic to it at all. How was that hangover? It was awful. You I didn't to do drink. a set that night? I did. I had to do two shows that night. For, and one of them, I ended up uh, call, calling a woman a cunt. <laughs> sure. But it was because... But like in a different way than you normally would? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Oh, here's the thing is, I don't do that very... There's only been like a couple of times. This was one of maybe two times in my entire career I've ever called anybody a cunt. Mm, like I've had two was sets just, where I haven't done that. <laughs> And it was just because I was hungover. It was a bad day. And then it was a a lightly attended show. And there was, it was a birthday party. It was a fucking Mm, my birthday. And it was the girl's mom. It wasn't even the girl's birthday. It was the girl's mom kept heckling everybody. Heckled through the, like, homeboy's dude that he brought to do to to host Mm -hmm. all through my set and i was trying i was trying to ignore it i was trying to ignore it i was trying to ignore it and then at one point i was like i drove 10 fucking hours to do this bullshit ass piece of shit show for your cunt ass mom and you you need to show a little fucking respect and i like and i (laughs) and it was like it was (laughs) wow I, i did that made me nervous. I know. When you said that to me, I got a little, <laughs> got a little scared. Because I was all fun loving, and that's when it's mm-hmm. this, when the switch flips. I'm not nice anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. And then everybody finally clapped, and I was like, "No, don't fucking clap, because none of you have been on my side this entire fucking time. Fuck you too." Wow. I was mad, and um, scared me again. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did I do? I'm, I'm so tired right now. I thought you were yelling at me for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just going to not look at you. While no, it's fine. It's time. fine. It's fine. You got mad. Called her kind. Yeah. You were hungover. But you puked was- all over the hotel. <laughs> How'd you clean up the puke? Were there towels? It was. I did. I clean. Yeah, I cleaned it up. I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that. Leave that shit for the I would have hotel g- people. I called I them and been like, somebody puked in my fucking room. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but I, meant- I have too much shame. I don't need people to shame me because I have enough shame stored up inside that I was just like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Then I found out later that while they were, after I never came back, they were like, where the fuck did Carm go? And they start walking back. They found I was just in an alley napping. I was just in an alley. Oh, wow. Just sitting on there like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't Thank know. Thank God these- Brock Turner wasn't in Seriously, that alley. Seriously, <laughs> dude. I was just straight up just chilling in the fucking alley by myself. Fucking swim team walks through that alley. You're done. <laughs> and then they're trying to like, you know, they're getting me. I'm, and I'm like, fuck, I'm fine. I'm fine. So I'm like staggering. And they're just kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. bumper on one side, bumper on a, on the other. I'm just trying to get back to the hotel. And then some guy made some comment about like, oh, she seems like she's had enough for a good time or something. You lost it. Huh? No, I didn't. I didn't. I was too drunk. I oh, was. Yeah. I, you know, when you get so drunk, you can't hear anymore. Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's of course. I was at. And I guess they yelled something back at them or whatever. And they got me back. And he was like, he he woke up the next day. He was like, oh, how do you feel? Huh? How do you feel? I had to hold your fucking hair. He gave me the the riot act for getting that fucked up. And I was like, I was just trying to drink with you. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. Yeah. He, and you really enabled him because he was like, at least I'm not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's a mess. She needs to get help. I'm fine. Wow. I have re- I'm a really good friend. <laughs> Yeah, you really made him feel good about himself. He's probably <laughs> dead now. That's how good you made him feel. His liver shut down. He had psoriasis or not cirrhosis. <laughs> He's dead. But to, and to be fair, like, but I've always been. There's only been a handful of times that I've been like that, and it's it's literally, I I've probably only thrown up from 
being drunk maybe like 10 times in my life and then two of them were just because my manhood was questioned and i had a dude be like oh you can't fucking drink and then i was like i'll fucking drink if i want to and then he would fucking scam me and i would do shots of vodka shot for shot and he was like doing shots of water and i was and then i blacked out and threw up all over that hotel. why would he why was he doing that he was just fucking with me Really? He wanted to win. Yeah, not like like he was trying to have sex with me, but he was just like he was just. What does he to win? win? What, what's the prize? It was a drunk logic, dude. It was just I'm a the, better drinker than you. Yeah, because I'm drinking water. Yeah. My God, that's fucking gross. I've had people prank me with water before. I was blacked out in New York again. <laughs> um, I could tell. I could do a fill of several podcasts on <laughs> shit I've pulled in New York, but. uh God, that place used to be so fun. It uh, still is. But yeah, I just don't know anybody anymore. Yeah. Like I used to. Actually, last time I was in New York, I had the best fucking night. Actually, that's not true. Yeah, I, lo- I love New York. And I got wasted last time I was in New York. What a mm. beautiful town. Yeah, you get like I love that town because you can be like wasted at three in the morning and still like have a conversation over what kind of food you want. Yeah, you don't have to be. You don't have to yeah. go to the only one thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, you want to get fucking dumplings? Yeah. Do you want to get dumplings? Uh, or I want Dominican do wanna... food. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's go to Washington Heights. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's so great. It's yeah, so love wonderful. It. I was uh I was on this tour and these people were f- filming and by these people I just mean the other band. They were called the Hot Mexicans and they were filming the whole tour. Not the music, but just the shit that was happening behind the scenes sure like uh real know. documentary style this is what they do after they perform well no it's mostly like like we uh, at the gas station like getting uh, some dog shit on a stick and then filming from the perspective of the stick and chasing other band members or <laughs> there's another one where there was a am pm ad where this person was eating a hot dog with like chopped onions on it and it was just the person was shoving the whole hot dog in their mouth and there was like 30 seconds of this bass player just going (laughs) 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 it was all very funny stuff right but uh, i was blacked out in new york and uh god if you've ever seen yourself on film blacked out it is so goddamn embarrassing But my friend Corey played a prank. He was playing in a band called Stupid Party at that show, and they were really good. But uh, he he filled up a beer bottle with water and then put the cap back on because it was a twist-off cap, and I'm just sitting there in the kitchen, They and I'm just acting like uh, the dude from The Germs, Darby Crash, where I'm just going, somebody give me a beer. Give me a fucking beer in the kitchen, <laughs> just wasted. Just, and I look like a marionette doll when I get drunk, like or like a newborn horse. Yeah. <laughs> just like my limbs just get real sketchy. Yeah. And so I'm flopping. You just become gangly. Like yeah, yeah. not gangly at all, but you yeah. just become that way. It's like, I, it's like I lose like every other bone in my body. <laughs> so I can't really make everything move right. And so I'm just like, give me a beer, flopping in the kitchen. And Corey filled up this beer with water and he gives me a sip. And I drink the beer, and when I find out it's water, I just spit it all over the kitchen and just throw the bottle. And I'm just like, "This is fucking water!" <laughs> it is so embarrassing seeing her. And I, yeah, smashing a bottle in their kitchen isn't a good look, but uh, <laughs> especially not when it's being documented. <laughs> yeah, fucking seeing footage of yourself blacked out is insane. Ooh, I've never had that. Luckily, uh, all of my drunkard stories were all before everybody filmed everything i was such a blackout drunk like that was my thing and they say that the, when you black out then it's easier to black out after that mm-hmm. like it happens more frequently yeah, for sure. like the dude that i would was practicing drinking for he would even go i'm gonna black out soon and then i would like the next day i'd be like do you remember and he would be pretty right about when he was gonna black out but he would still we would still drink for fucking three more hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. David Tell has had joke where he says, like, have you ever blacked out or as I call it time traveled? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking, I, I man, getting, I, I've, I have puked a lot from drinking. I puked. I mean, we talked about it on the podcast recently. I puked coming back from that festival in Petaluma that mm-hmm. I did on the side of the road. But man, it really is. Puking is so different now where you're just like, I, I, it's like such a blessing now. I just remember when I was a kid, whenever I'd throw up, I would get, you feel that pressure under your chin and you would just, you know, when you're about mm-hmm. to puke, you feel like there's a thumb under your chin. 
you feel that pressure and you know it's about to happen you would just cry or like fucking freak out yeah now i'm just like come on let's get this shit out <laughs> all right if i could just throw this up get a gatorade and a fucking tornado in me <laughs> I'll be good to go for another two hours. <laughs> then I'll pass out, and then it'll be showtime, and everything will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is insane how this weekend I was at that at the Cal Jam Fest, the festival. I did comedy at a festival that the Foo Fighters put together, and I instantly like. <laughs> it's so true. If I get any kind of success or end up on the road a long time again in the future for like a long, I will just die because like the first day I got there, I like. I fucking ate a little bit of mushrooms and mm-hmm. then I was done with it. So I took two sleeping pills and then cracked a beer and did wash the sleeping oh pills God. down with the beer. And I've been like out of, and I was doing this in uh, one of the comics. When just, you first got there. Yeah. I was, I mean, I was there for a few hours at that point, but I had seen back. I was, I was, I didn't like to eat enough mushrooms to trip, but I definitely was, I got the weird feeling in your stomach and you're like, Oh, I feel, I got high enough to see everybody's, uh, and get really depressed. Like I was just, (laughs) mushrooms made you depressed. Oh, always, always. Really? Because when I look at people and I'm just like, we're all so fucking weak and pathetic. This is disgusting. Like, and I get really miserable. Like there was this guy who was wearing an avocado hat. Like it was like a hood and his face with the seed and the avocado. Mm. And he was sitting front row at the comedy show with his avocado hat. And I was like, look at this poor bastard. I was like, he's had that avocado hat for like three weeks. He ordered it at Amazon Prime. He's been waiting for it. He was like excited to wear it at Cal Jam because he can't wear that shit on the street. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, what a sad, sad life. And then I was watching this. Couple. Because a guy gets joy out of wearing a fucking avocado He's, on his head. Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> that 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 meant something to him. It was embarrassing. Like he was. Yeah, it's just his utter lack of charisma and ability to generate anything exciting or entertaining in his own life, where he had to watch a comedian make to make him laugh while wearing a goofy hat. It just. It was like you are such an empty vessel. All you do is take. And, Jesus uh, and, then, <laughs> and then I was staring at this couple. And I love I, that you say that as, you know, we've already agreed to the fact that we're leeches on society and you're complaining about a guy who came to see you do your fucking bitch ass art. <laughs> Because he doesn't do because he doesn't have the charisma. Fuck this you, Brian. This isn't sober me thinking this. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I've never heard anybody be affected by mushrooms in that way. Oh. Normally, everybody goes the other way where it's like, oh, it's all right. We're all human beings. We're all just oh, trying. No, no, We're no, all no, just no, trying no, to do no, our no. best. And- nope. I was, watch- <laughs> I was watching this couple and I was like, look at you guys just fucking egging each other on right into this fucking, right into the diabetes. <laughs> grave you guys are there's just this couple that looks so unhealthy and i was like you guys think you're in love but you're just enabling each other into just horrible decision making and just everybody me a sleeping pill right now yeah everybody i was looking at i was feeling this way and there's a comedian bombing in the worst way possible and i was like i'm fucking done and i brought sleeping pills and i didn't i don't I, I don't know. I don't even think about this shit. But so I cracked open the two sleeping pills, put them in my mouth, drank the beer. You didn't have to perform, did you? I did like in a couple hours. It was like late. Why the fuck would you do that right before you had to perform? I was done with the with the mushrooms. I didn't care. I was. I was. I, I, wow. I what are you gonna do? I don't know. I um. Uh, but uh, not I, that for sure. I didn't. I didn't realize like- that I was doing this in front of people, like in a way where they would take notice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, this is the problem with hanging out with people who've been fucked up on drugs your whole life. I just take the sleeping pills and drink the beer down. And uh, and one of my friends just starts laughing and goes, you are a fucking mess. (laughs) 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 And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I just watched you wash down two sleeping pills with a beer. That'll kill you. <laughs> and I was just like, if I'm lucky, and they went back oh, into the RV. <laughs> I, was, I was kidding. Right, right. But, um, and then I had to wake up a few hours later. The pills actually didn't even work. They barely, I, barely, I slept for like two seconds. And then I went up and did comedy in the morning and fucking had a great, great set. 
And all you I hope gotta, you don't start thinking that oh, oh this is the perfect combo. no 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 <laughs> all it is is though like this is something that comedians I think really fail to learn uh, is that you just address the situation at hand if you get everything out of the way up top then you're fine I, my opening line was oh we're all gonna pretend this isn't eleven in the morning and that it's not insane for us to be doing comedy right now mm-hmm. like we're all just acting like this is normal I am so fucking hungover I want to die right now <laughs> and uh, and then and then boom yeah you just get it all out of the way mm-hmm. and then when you, you know halfway through my set I started stuttering a little bit and they it was doing great because they knew exactly the situation yeah. I was in I was like, <laughs> it's funny because I was, I was like, I got lost for like nine hours last night. And I was just walking around asking every guy in an orange vest, like, where do I live? <laughs> where do I live? <laughs> Were you like staying on, on, pro, or on, on uh, it's camp? a giant fucking like park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was so much walking. Um, my phone, I found out records my steps. I didn't know that. Uh, and Whoa, on the that's uh, creepy. the second day of the festival, I did thirty thousand steps. Oh wow! <laughs> I had tw- I had almost thirteen miles, twelve point nine miles of walking, uh, and that was yesterday, which is why I sound so fucking dogged out right now. <laughs> and also, while I was doing all that stuff, I was also sucking down Dayquil the entire time because I had I had a cold. I still do. It was a mess. But then the next... I feel like your body is staying alive just to spite you. (laughs) Some of the shit that you've done it. Ever you're like, I don't fucking care. And your body's like, oh yeah, bitch. We're just going to shit this out. I've always been around people who are worse. Like I've always been around enablers and and people who are worse. Like I remember... I like all these stories I'm talking about blacking out. They all happened like within the same two year stretch where I was blacking out all the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was talking to my friend Katie and I was like, I got to quit drinking. And she's like, you don't even fucking drink that much because she was like a drunk. Right, 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 right. You know, so I've always been around people like that. So whenever somebody's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? You're a mess. I'm like, what do you what do you mean? No, I'm not. I've always I'm, been I'm around the, people who are worse. That doesn't drink a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm always I'm the chill one. Like I blacked out years ago, but now I only black out like once a year. <laughs> on my birthday. Yeah. It's on a special occasion. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that weekend I went pretty hard. I but you know, that's not normal for me at all. I'm so no, goddamn. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. But that's what I'm saying though, if I get a little success or whatever and I start getting VIP badges and free access to Red Bull and vodkas and all that stuff like I did this weekend. Woo, there's no stopping me. Yeah, it's just whatever's free, huh? Yeah, yeah. If it's right there, boom. And that's I was raised happens. that way. And that's what happens when you get successful is you get more and more shit for free. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was so funny. We were hanging out in this like artist only encampment where they all the bands had star wagons mm-hmm. and uh, all the wagons were kind of circled around and then there's this wood chipped area with a bar in it that was free for all the performers. And the fucking the fucking rockers look so stupid everywhere but on stage. Like it's so funny. Like Rock and roll dudes like with their fucking cowboy hats with the big feathers sticking out of them, but the flat brim cowboy hat, oh, the, yeah, the yeah, sun yeah. hat or whatever, mm-hmm. with like a big feather and bell bottoms and like a vest with no shirt under it or like a crop top and like yeah or like some net shirt some neat yeah, pink net yeah. shirt with the yeah with like spurs on your boots and <laughs> shit and you're like what the fuck are you you like and then they step on stage and there's you know 60,000 people in front of them and they're fucking killing it yeah like that band Greta Van Fleet do you know them Mm-mm. they're like a kind of a Led Zeppelin sounding band they're like 22 year olds from Michigan they're okay. very very good at their instruments they're insanely good okay. they dress crazy they dress like like they're straight out of the 70s like mm-hmm. the guitar player wears like a belly shirt and like (laughs) bell bottoms right and the singer has like a big afro with like feathers coming out of his hair and like he's wearing skin tight white pants and a like half a white tank top and they just look but i saw them uh like in the go-kart on the way to the stage and it looked like homeless people were being <laughs> driven out of the park. Like they had snuck in. <laughs> they just pulled whatever clothes they found. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. And then <laughs> and they went on stage. And then they go on stage and they made perfect sense. 
on stage. <laughs> Perfect sense. And they step off stage again. They look like clowns. <laughs> it was it was ridiculous. They did a great job. They're they're in such a cool position that band Greta Van Fleet. And I I always like everybody like when Bill Burr did that Philadelphia rant. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in that rant. It was he wasn't closing that show out. He was in the middle of the lineup. Yeah. And like, that's where you want it. You want to be on your way up middle of the lineup and knock it out of the park. That is the best place to be in a show or in a festival. Is yeah, that's why I like where I'm at. Everybody's there to see the Foo Fighters. <laughs> and all of a sudden this band that, by the way, was probably the second most shirts I saw in the festival. The Greta Van Fleet shirts was probably, this, besides Foo Fighters, that was the most t-shirts I saw. So a shitload of people were there to see him. So there was buzz around him. But they were yeah. still playing Daylight Time. There was, yeah. there was still like four bands after them. And there's excitement around them. And they're young. And they're on their way up. And they fucking delivered. And I was like, this is awesome like i wasn't it's not really my thing mm-hmm. i don't even really like led zeppelin so i'm not really don't really have room for a led zeppelin cover band almost but they fucking they're so goddamn good at it and people were so they were making people so goddamn happy yeah and I was, well it's time it's time for a new that yeah you know? they're they're so fucking good at what they do right but just watching an artist be on the way up and I just that's like I love doing that. I did. I mean, I love doing that all the time. I did that this mor- at the morning of that time. I went up third, and had one of the stronger sets of that show. I love coming out of nowhere. Coming out of nowhere is the best. Oh yeah, because the Foo Fighters be are gonna crush. Ring, of course, it's it's being the ringer. Yeah, being the ringer, the unsuspecting, the fucking Susan Boyle on the singing show, or mm-hmm. people like the unsuspecting meek person, and they come and blow your fucking mind. You know? Yeah. yeah. There was a dude I hung out with. It was so funny. He was like really good. He's like goofy. He rolls around the stage screaming. Lies. Band's called Young Blood. He's like nineteen years old, mm-hmm. and uh, I I really enjoyed part of his set, and I and I. He, we were in that backstage area and I was like, dude, good set. And he's British and he goes, yeah, man, rookie roll. And I looked at him and I go, what? What did you say to me? <laughs> and instantly we were friends because yeah. I just, yeah, I got annoyed with him saying rock and roll to me. Yeah, get the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, I was like, wait, what are you doing right I'm now? I'm not press, you prick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then we yeah. ended up talking about music and we have like the exact same taste in music. Oh, nice. It was, it was really funny, but like, I, it was almost like he was like, when I called him out, he was like, oh my God, thank you. I don't know what I just said. <laughs> he, he was really, he was really fucking cool. Yeah, he's a, and he's 19 years old and he's just crushing it. That's awesome. Yeah. It was so cool seeing all these fucking, like, I didn't like anything really. Tenacious D was good. Of course. Nirvana was cool. Foo Fighters, like I see all the time and they, they deliver. I didn't like a single band really a lot that there, but it was really fun seeing people who are like 19 to 23 and just being really good at what they do. Cause I was like, Oh, people still play. Yeah. I didn't know people still played. Yeah, just because you stopped playing doesn't mean people stop. Well, playing. no, because the radio stopped playing people who play. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So I know. Well, no, but that's what's great about like where that is like one great thing about like technology because of like Spotify and shit like that. Like you don't have to get played on the radio, and so the yeah. radio can have all their hacky shit. You know what I mean? Which people like. Yep. And then you can still have really good shit and get a- and have access to They're it. Like featuring the newest rock from Green Day, Foo Fighters, and other bands that started twenty five years yeah, ago. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I was. Uh, I mean, I think part of the reason why I have such a push towards country and I like so much new country was because I have a hunger for people who know how to play their instruments. Yeah. And uh, but and like, that happens most commonly in fucking country anymore. Yeah. So yeah, seeing new rock bands was cool. I didn't, like I said, I'm not going to listen to any of those bands, but I was stoked for them and it was fun to hang out with them. Cause I mean, like I have more in common with those people than I do anybody. And mm-hmm. so it was really fun to be this like kind of older dude who looked like shit hanging out <laughs> with these like 23 year old gorgeous rockers and <laughs> able to hold court and like fucking right, right. hang out with them yeah, and talk about music with them and shit because they're nerds. You don't get that good at your instrument because you have a six pack. 
No. That's there at the end of the day, no matter what, how fucking because they never fucking eat because all they do is play guitar. Yeah, and do Mm -hmm. drugs. Mm -hmm. But like, no matter how sexy these motherfuckers look to all the girls in the crowd or whatever, like at the end of the day, in order to be that good and that young, they've had to have spent the last six years of their lives doing nothing but practicing. Mm -hmm. So they're fucking nerds and they want to talk records. They want to talk bands. Sure. They're not. Yeah. So it's. It's really funny to see these girls feign over these guys and they really just want to talk about like the liner notes to a band album. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's cool. It's fun. I like comedy and music. I've always thought that that was they it went well together if it was done right. Uh dude, I, you should have seen me but I was working at the store the other day and the, this you just saying that music and comedy goes hand in hand. This is going to be the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Some kid walks up and I was like, oh, hey, man, what show, what show are you here for? And he was like, oh, no show. I'm, I'm just here. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Uh, I was like, welcome to the comedy store. And then he was like, um, so like, where's like the manager or whatever? And I was like, oh, Jesus. And I was like, why? Is there a problem or something? And he was like, no, I just, you know, like we're like, I just I really um, like, how does it work? You know, like, I just really think that I just need like one or two minutes and like that and i was like oh wait you're trying to get on stage hold up hold up wait one second you just showed up <laughs> to maybe the most famous comedy club in the world unknown and you think you could just walk up here and go on stage yeah. and i just started laughing in his face <laughs> and i was like that's really funny and he goes oh he's like oh well i'm really funny i'm like no 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 you're not funny i can already tell but i'm laughing at how delusional you yeah, are yeah, that's your, what's your funny stupidity is yeah. funny. and then he was like and then uh, and i was like you just did the equivalent of walking into a multi-million dollar company and asking to be on the board of directors i go look at that lineup right there there's maybe six people that aren't insanely famous from doing stand-up. And yeah. you just think you can just show up and fucking come here and do it? And that's what you think? And then he was like, um, he was, and I was like, I was like, how long have you been doing stand-up? And he goes, well, I've never, I've never done it before. And I was like, ha! Are you fucking kidding me? Oh You've my. never even done it before? You fucking moron? Are you serious right now? And he's like, oh, well, you either have it or you don't. And I go, no, you don't. That's not oh how it God. works. That's not how it works at all. He goes, yeah, it is. I go, you don't fucking know because you don't know shit. You don't know what you're talking about. You're talking out of your ass right now. And he's like, oh, well, I was a musician. And I was like, yeah, how did it work out? Because now you're here. Huh? <laughs> you either have it or you don't. That's so stupid. Yeah, well, that's, well, Jesus Christ. Good thing you, you set him straight. Other people would just been like, I don't know. And this I go, really work look, that way. I go, here's the thing. You want to be a little less delusional? Come here on a Monday, okay? And sign up like everybody else does. There's 16 spots, minimum of 140 comics sign up every single Monday. And you let me know how it works out. Otherwise, get the fuck out of here, okay? <laughs> because you don't know what you're talking about. And that guy will be famous in a year. Thanks to me. Yep. <laughs> so how'd you get your start in your co- in comedy? <laughs> well, my bandage is broken up. <laughs> I didn't have any money. I was in Hollywood. A record deal just fell through. And, you know, I really found the... I, I've been one of those kind of people who always finds the, the humor in the darkness, you know? <laughs> Oh and, my god! I want to slit your throat. Uh, <laughs> so I walked over to the comedy store and I talked to some bodyguard or whatever, <laughs> and I said, "Hey, you know, you either got it or you don't." Wow, that's amazing. So you had that belief in yourself from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, it's true. I mean, either you have it or you don't. Steve Martin said it. You know, born standing up. <laughs> so. You know, they laughed in my face, which was just adding fuel to my fire. You know, I'm, oh I'm not god. one of those people who. Can, you can't beat me. You can't stop me. When I have my mind made up, I do it. I do it full bore. Oh my God. So I went down to the improv because they'll put anybody on stage. But <laughs> <laughs> I went up and they carried me out on their shoulders. <laughs> got a development deal that resembled the 90s. I mean, basically what that guy was trying to do is what Burt Kreischer did. <laughs> Burke Kreischer's like yeah I could do this that's what the fucking problem is with podcasts dude is they're giving too many people hope I can't tell you how many comics I've met mm-hmm. that are doing stand up now and they're all around the same age they're all in their early 20s they're all doing stand up because of Kill Tony 
which is a podcast where Tony Hinchcliffe has people come up and do a minute and then they bust your balls if you eat a dick. Um, you have you have a clip on, on Kill Tony, but you actually did good. That's the difference. Is most of them do bad and uh-huh. they make fun of people who are bad at it. So it gives these people a sense of like, oh, I could fucking eat a dick for a minute. You know what I mean? And it's almost like, stop telling people they can do this. Yeah, because not only can most people not do it, but even most of the people who can do it still aren't allowed to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not even room for all the right now for all the people who are good at it. There's just not enough money going around. It's all well, concentrated it's because, at the top. Yeah. Well, it's really it's a really perfect uh, mirror well, of like our actual economy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Where there's there's not like my career right now is like i'm like the least homeless guy in skid row (laughs) like i have the nicest tent yeah i was gonna say you have the tent that like sebastian menescalco makes fun of yeah he's got a fucking living room yeah 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 yeah, exactly with a cup of coffee yeah I own a home at the uh, Open Mic Ranch. <laughs> um, but hopefully this podcast makes you feel no hope. Um, I hope that we stifle all your artistic endeavors. <laughs> um, I think you should go and pursue any artistic endeavor you have as long as it is not stand-up comedy. Yeah, I love telling people to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think, I used to feel so bad because... Uh, like the, I know I always talk about the comics who raised me. They mm-hmm. used to do that all the time. Anytime someone would be like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I want to do it. My, fu- my buddy, my buddy Ricky would be like, just quit. You obviously yeah. don't want to do it. Just quit. Mm-hmm. You have this much doubt. Why are you pursuing it? Why? You don't really want to do it. So don't do it. And then you said to him, well, then why don't you move to LA? If you're so fucking confident, <laughs> you scared bitch. I yeah. should have said that. Oh, but you you want to be a big fish in a small pond? <laughs> I wasn't confident yeah. of yet. So I would just be like, wow, Ricky knows so much. Yeah. I feel so bad for that. But no, you could still do it. I was still encouraging <laughs> yeah. people. You insecure prick. Yeah. Nobody in Florida should be telling people to quit. <laughs> Who cares? There's plenty of room for people in Florida. I think it was right, though. I think that person ended up quitting. But Yeah. I mean, anybody who's ever told the other person to quit, they're right. Yeah. Bill Burr should quit. They should all quit. Well, especially when they all lament about, oh, I fucking hate comedy. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Then stop doing it. No, uh, you never. You don't have to do it. Go get a fucking job. Oh, God. I do both. I know. <laughs> I hate it. That's why I don't give you as much shit, because you do have a day job. <laughs> that fucking sucks. You know what's funny, though, is I haven't bombed outside of L.A. in a long, long time. I'm waiting for that to happen. I wonder if that'll hurt. I only bomb here. That's good. And here, uh, people suck. But I, I do want to tell the Eve Six story. Do it. I already, Carmen already knows the story, so she's going to feign interest, but I need the listeners to hear this <laughs> because this is very funny to me. I, I have this joke, which is a true story. I was in high school. I was in a band called Incestuous Necrophilia. Uh, I remember I even had a, uh, I I remember I knew how to program the text the TI eighty one calculators. Mm-hmm. You know, you could make like visual graphics on it. I don't know how I used on to the be this smart. Calculator? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And so I made a whole intro that had thunder and lightning in it for uh, for incestuous necrophilia, mm-hmm. and I failed that math class while programming a calculator. <laughs> I failed. I had to go to like alternative school because I failed out of the math program there or whatever, but I was programming calculators. Anyway, so stupid. But the incestuous necrophilia, had a, we, we had several members. Kind of, we were blackened death metal. You mean like Cajun? Black, like a black, <laughs> you were like a tilapia? You were like a nice no, blackened we, mahi-mahi? What the fuck does blackened mean? Bla- well, well, first of all, literally it means we're majority death metal with a tinge of black metal. Okay, oh so so, so there was some black metal, mm-hmm. um, some minor third harmonies with blast beats behind it every now and then. Okay, but mostly bl- we were death metal. But you're right; it does sound like food. <laughs> black and death metal does sound like if you went to pizza, get pizza in Portland, Oregon, you get <laughs> that's like the vegan slice. The black I'll have the black and death metal. The tofu is blackened. <laughs> the pizza it's place is called tofu like, and portobello mushrooms. Yeah, exactly. It's Ugh. amazing. It's called Judas Pies. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, so we were playing a show, uh, and we had like we all went to different high schools. So we we would you know we were doing pay to play shows. So the the club would give us like twenty tickets each member, and we'd sell them to other kids in the school, and they would come see us play. And because this was like the music equivalent of a bringer show, exactly. So the club loved us because our band. We all went to like different high schools. And so, so you guys had like constantly. We had a big pull. Yeah. 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 We would bring like 30, 40 people out. And um, we were playing with uh, Eve Six, which you may know from their song Inside Out. Oh, so my pride. Yeah. Yeah, that's song. <laughs> Find nothing but faith in heart in a blender. I didn't mean around. Yeah. And, uh, so they that was their only hit. They had that one hit, and so we thought it'd be funny after playing twenty minutes of death metal to just cover that song like sincerely. Right before their go. only song, the only reason people there to see him is to play that song. So we were like, <laughs> let's be dicks about this and ruin everybody's time, which has been my hobby for my entire life. Ruining a good time, love it. Mm-hmm. That's my idea of a good night. <laughs> good old bummer, Brian. Yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah. Oh, oh, you wanted to hear Eve Six play this song? Well, now you're gonna hear 15 year olds who only know how to play death metal play it. <laughs> Have a good time. Um, so Eve Six, uh, the singer Max, gets so mad at me, uh, and he's like, "You," he's screaming at me in like the wings of the of the show. Just you or the whole band? Like, is he yelling? No, at me. They, Just, why you? Because I was the singer and. I was probably like, that was so fucking funny, or probably saying something like that as we were walking away. I was probably begging for it. Right. And uh, so, yeah, he's screaming at me, and he's like, You're, you don't think this happens to us everywhere we go? <laughs> Which means that they're just touring the country, and shitty pay-to-play bands are opening for him, trolling them by playing their only <laughs> song. What a fucking nightmare. <laughs> what a nightmare. And also, they're too old, so they got to keep touring. That's what's paying the bills. And they had a big hit, so they can still draw a little bit. Yeah. And they don't want to go work in an office, but now they got to get trolled by teenage pay-to-play bands. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Like Nobody wants to be a one-hit wonder, Brian. Why no. are you mad at them for <laughs> Nobody wants to be. And so uh, uh, I'm telling that story on stage at Cal Jam, and it turns out th- uh, that one of the guitar players from Eve 6 is in the crowd when I tell that <laughs> joke. And <laughs> what are the fucking odds, dude? I know it's eleven in the morning at a side show, yeah. a tent to a rock festival. Like Eve Six is not playing, so I don't know why he's there. I think he he said he was only in the band for seven years. He's like a hired gun. I think he's like a session musician. So okay. he was probably playing with a different band. But he told me that he thought it was hilarious that story, and he said that the singer is sober now and he's much nicer. Okay. And that he was real fucked up back then. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing a 20th anniversary tour and their show in LA is at the Regent Theater and he wants me to do that Eve 6 joke at the Regent Theater <laughs> in, before so Eve 6 plays. you being a dick when you were 15 just got you booked at the Regent <laughs> Theater in Los Angeles. How funny is that? That like also me being a dick to them <laughs> got me a cool gig. By the way, that joke is forty-five seconds long, <laughs> so I don't know if I'm doing forty-five seconds of comedy at the Regent Theater on December first. Crowd in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. You guys like Eve Six? <laughs> yeah, What's dummy. What's your favorite Eve Six song? Yeah, that's actually a really good line. What's your? That's a really good line. But yeah, so if somehow if I could get Max to scream at me again, that would be, that would be really funny. But yeah, I, I just could not fucking believe it. And they were like, yeah, Max is so funny and he's so like apologetic about his behavior. We can't, can't wait to make fun of him for this. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's going to be so funny. The Regent Theater, December 1st, if anybody feels like going out to see uh, Eve 6, <laughs> I'll be opening that show. Doing a tight two minutes, everybody. Doing a tight two minutes. Well, And it's funny because I didn't nail it down at first. I saw the guy and I was talking to him and I was like, oh, for sure. I'll... He was like, come by. And I, neither of us exchanged information. And then we both wanted to see Tenacious D. And so we were over there watching Tenacious D and he was standing next to me. He goes, oh, give me your contact information. I'll give you mine. So now I like nailed it down. Wow. This is going to be so fun. By the way, Jack Black and Kyle Gass from Tenacious D are incredible harmonizers. Yeah, They're like Simon and Garfunkel. They've always been good, man. I just have never seen them live. I've only seen them on like recorded on television or whatever. Not 
I've never seen them do anything live. Yeah, dude, they're like legit. But they like they have that weird chemistry that like brothers would have, like where like they've spent like an ins- like an insane amount of time together too. But they just start singing with no count off at the exact same time in perfect harmony. It's like it's seriously some Simon and Garfunkel shit. It's unreal. Like they were some of the most talented singers I saw in the whole festival, and they're comedians. Yeah, it was unreal. They put on a really good show. Do you ever watch the movies and stuff? Did you like them? Yeah, I loved the movie. I knew I knew a bunch of the songs. I was singing along. Today she see Iggy Pop or and Nirvana were like, and I barely I left during Nirvana. So I was tired. My dogs were killing me. Oh my god, you're the you're ridiculous. You're such an old man. It was cooler to meet them than to watch them because it's like, well, come on, Kurt Cobain's not here. Like, it is what you know. It it isn't what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it it isn't. It's not Nirvana. <laughs> and it's like Joan Jett. Like she's awesome. Love bad reputation. She's great. But it's not Kurt Cobain. Of course, it's not Kurt Cobain. It's Joan Jett. So yeah, I don't know. Who cares? But it was cool. The crowd was really happy. Made him really happy. That's something that I I had a newfound appreciation. Watching these bands make these crowds happy, for some reason I was enjoying watching them make people happy because oftentimes that just disgusts me. Um, yeah, no, I know. I've seen you watch a hack on stage. You lose your fucking mind about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it so much. But none of those bands were really hacky. How do you? How are you hacky? As a band, what what do you what, what are the parameters? Well, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. But what are the parameters for hack for you when uh, it comes to music? Eve six. <laughs> um, no, it's when you follow the tide. When like when fucking you just start making music based on what what ta- else is what doing. everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Candlebox was a real hacky band. I'm trying. I don't. I don't. I'm so out of touch with current music. I'll tell you where you find it really bad is country find it really bad there's a lot of hacky 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 country listen any pop country music is such bullshit because first of all it reduces middle america to one archetype and then it just force feeds all those fucking recurring narratives down their throat like yeah i like my truck and i like my cooler beer love my wife and god yeah and all that shit's so goddamn hacky Cause it's like this is my wife, but I love my dog more. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you're a fucking traveling cokehead who cheats on your wife every night of the week. Like, be honest. Like Waylon Jennings was honest. Yeah, you know, like there's a lot of honest country out there, but like pop country is so fucking hacky. I don't know what's going on in rock and roll, but I definitely think like when Green Day did American Idiot, I was like, this is bullshit. Like, guy. Just you start, why you guys don't think you don't think they're you're 45 and you f- start wearing eyeliner for the first time. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> you're not discovering yourself. You're trying to keep up. <laughs> it was weird. It was like it was like Green Day listened to My Chemical Romance and then like was like, we're going to make social. Commentary. It's the exact same thing we were talking about with that Jay-Z Beyonce song mm-hmm. where the, all of a sudden they have and all that shit going yeah, on their yeah, music. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, this isn't who the fuck you are. Stop it. Yeah. yeah Beyonce is like, and it's like, that's never been you. Cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah. She fucking, yeah. There's so much hacky music, but yeah, it's the same thing. It makes a comedian hacky. It's somebody who doesn't look within themselves and create and isn't honest to their own voice. And they're just trying to fucking appeal to as many people as possible without being honest at all. Yeah, that's just hacky music. It's well, that's what's always what's always nice was when you can still appeal to everyone while still being honest. Yeah, that's, I know it's like I know like I like mean, Brian Regan. Yeah, yeah, that's why we all love Brian Regan, and we all respect him. You'll never hear him shit on by comics. No comic shits on Brian Regan unless they're idiots or yeah. open. I mean, I'm sure open micers do, but well, I feel like it's the same thing with like. I mean, Gaffigan, Gaffigan is so good at what he does. And I think he is honest. I think he really does think about food like that. And he does really think about food all the time. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, it's so hard to be famous and clean. Sure. The, all, the, all the famous clean comics are great, great comics. Yeah. Like, I can't think of a bad, clean. Nate Bergazzi, Jim Gaffigan, Jerry Seinfeld, 
Bill Cosby. Um, fucking. Uh, we just mean we just mean comedically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just comedically. <laughs> but like all those dudes, you know why? Because clean when you're not a clean person and you're being clean it's phony and people can sniff it out mm-hmm. and nobody likes it but then again i don't th- i mean not I that bill cosby's a clean person that's what i'm saying that was gonna be my only i don't think i think he was like the only one that was able to like really hide it yeah yeah you're right but then again not even really because like even some of his old shit like he mentions yeah, it spanish fly bit yeah yeah spanish fly bit like yeah i don't know but yeah, he he doesn't fit the archetype of the other guys we're talking about, and that maybe just we maybe, maybe who knows maybe they're also really bad people. Uh, we and we just don't know, and we don't want to think about Brian Regan doing. There's the no stuff way, that dude. Bill There's Cosby no way. Does. I just fucking I just hung out with him and watched him get turned down by chicks he was trying to hit on, and he was just like, "No, oh, I just asked her if she want to go to Hawaii with me. She she just doesn't like me. Like you know what I mean? He would just accept it. Like it, there's no way he's. That guy is way too insecure for him to be a monster like that. Yeah, because usually monsters, that stems out of confidence. <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. Confi- overconfidence? I mean, Louis' shit is based in shame, for sure. Yeah. and But that's different than just being insecure. Yeah, but I, I do think most bad behavior comes out of insecurity. Mm. I think it would have to be so severe that it would have to be like shame. I think that's, there's a difference. Like, I think the more severe it is like, he's not, I mean, he's also, he's a, he still has all the positive reinforcement of being a brilliant comedian and being, having all the adoration from your peers and shit. Like, so he's, he's confident in his, in his abilities, but he's not confident with women. Can I also just regarding Louie put a PSA out there to all people in the entertainment business. When a magazine asks you your opinion on Louis CK coming back, just say no comment because there is not a single person who has answered that question and not been just plowed with blogs. Jimmy Kimmel right now currently is just getting his fucking head beaten in by the media for his response. To oh, what did he say? I don't even remember what he said. I don't read it anymore. But I'm just like, why would you answer that question? I know. Stop answering the question. It's a setup. How do you guys not see the fucking setup? I I think sometimes it's because they think that. Uh, uh, oh, I can I can just be honest. They'll they'll get it. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> if anybody ever asked me a question about a controversial thing that has to do with women, mm-hmm. no comment. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't get know. I'm not a woman. <laughs> ask them. Yeah, that would be a great answer. Is to be like, ask them. <laughs> yeah. Why do you care what a guy thinks about this? Um, and we have an email from the great Matthew Maloney. Yeah, I don't think uh, we're doing this super late night, so there's not going to be a grape of the week this this week. Compose at 4 a.m. on a sleepless night in a Copenhagen hotel lobby where the concierge can't break my 500 krona note to sell me a Pepsi. Wow, Matthew Maloney's in Europe. Good for oh, him. Shit. Damn. Check you out. I wonder if you had to buy two seats to Europe. He's a big guy. <laughs> He's a big guy. That'd be expensive. Maybe not. Actually, flights are pretty cheap to Europe right now. Mm. Yeah. I hope he's having a good time. I uh, I like that guy, and I like Copenhagen, but I will say their money is stupid. Get on the fucking euro. I hate that shit. Copenhagen, Denmark's on the fucking kroner, and then you go to Sweden, also called the kroner, but it's a different kind of money. It's like how the oh, Canadian really? dollar and the American dollar are both called dollars, but I didn't know that. So then my Dutch, my or my Danish kroners didn't work, and ugh, it's a fucking pain in the ass. Just get on the euro. Everybody on the euro. Uh, wow, guys! If someone were to tell me three months ago that I'd become a fan of a weekly audio infomercial for Brundell brand bidets, I would have considered that to be a gross exaggeration at best. But lo and behold, it has come to pass. The podcast is firing on all cylinders presently. My snickers at your musings whilst listening privately by way of earbuds are the cause of much curiosity among my elderly racist travel companions. (laughs) Are you with your grandparents? Who are you with, Matthew? Or his old-ass girlfriend who (laughs) cannot believe for the life of them why any city in Sweden would have more than one Thai restaurant. (laughs) I must admit, however, I briefly considered discontinuing my, discontinuing my listenership over Ooh. Brian's repeated and non-satirical use of the retard word. 
I strongly disapprove of that revol- revolting behavior on all levels. Luckily for you, Carmen has explained how this word would be an unfair form of censorship toward you both. While that logic fails to make a lick of sense to me, no one shall ever accuse me of not believing women. So retard, retard on, dear Brian, retard on. <laughs> That's fucking retarded. <laughs> I also wanted to answer Brian's survey, of which he's no doubt long forgotten, on the effectiveness of Carmen's description of her unconventional Airbnb host. Obviously, I cannot account for anyone save for myself, but I found that an Ed Gein type with a softball enthusiast twist painted a very vivid image within my imagination. How accurate this image is to the man in real life, I couldn't be certain. Personally, I hope to never find out. All the same, it was my opinion an effective storytelling tool, and I would encourage you to trust her judgment in the future. Your casual male listener, Matthew Maloney. <laughs> nice casual male reference, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> to the big and tall store. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Goddamn, Matthew, that's a great email. Uh, full that of, made uh, me miss him. Yeah. Thanks well, for being on my side, finally. I hope Matthew. you're enjoying all those Stroop waffles, uh, which is my favorite thing over there. They get you know the Stroop waffles. The is that with the caramel in between? Yeah, the- and, you, and they make it big over there, so it fits over a cup of tea. So the steam from the tea heats up the Stroop waffle. Then you got a hot Stroop waffle with a cup of tea. It's fantastic. I miss I've Europe. I've never had one. When I when I, I I lost my wallet today, and I have to use my passport for ID. When I picked up my passport, I had a brief moment of just moving to Berlin in my mind. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? I could easily make a living doing comedy in Europe. But part of me just wants to go over and be a hack and just fucking drink coffee all day and walk on cobblestone streets and look at graffiti. They have the best graffiti over there. It's like the cops don't bust you. They have too much time. Like It's like this graffiti was done over days and it's beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah. You have time to go over it. Yeah. Shit yeah, like yeah, that. yeah You're yeah. not in fear. It's not in fear for your life. They're like graffiti. standing 10 feet back from it with their thumb. <laughs> like sizing it up. Yeah, like, yeah. like Van Gogh is trying to get yeah, proportion yeah. right on and a it, fucking tree. Yeah. And it's like a beheaded pig with like a cop badge on it. <laughs> it says like, fuck all police. And they're like, while well, the cops are just letting them do it. And then they don't get the irony at all of their freedom. <laughs> of how they have the nicest cops in the world. <laughs> That's awesome. I gotta go. Okay. No, I mean to Europe. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was how you were ending the podcast. I was like, sure. Yeah, you got to get over there. Um, guys, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you guys go to, uh, you know, nosirpod.com. We have a website now, nosirpod.com for all of your no sir pod needs. Uh, you guys can join the group there. You guys can email us there. You can listen to past episodes. It's all archived. Um, it was built by Brian's rad sister, Rowie. Mm-hmm. Um, also, thank you for doing that. That's been amazing. You can see if you guys don't know what we look like. There's pictures of us on there. <laughs> if, you have, <laughs> if you don't want to know what we look like. The picture of me continue. looks like a drag queen who just took her wig off. <laughs> and I look like... Um, I have to shit. So uh, make sure you guys go to nosirpod.com. Email us, nosirpod at gmail.com. Follow us on all the associated social media at nosirpod, at the funny Carmen, at Brian J. Vokey. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. And I want to make you happy. Bye. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. What the fuck is the fucking matter? Like a stupid one. What is the fucking matter? 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 Like a stupid one. I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.